How's it going, guys? So this is a fairly straightforward question for microbiology for step one. I will also give you some important info in relation to some immuno, okay, when we talk about these answer choices. So before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical, M-E-H-L-M-A-N underscore medical. Link is down below. And find me on Telegram. Links are also down below. Now let's hop into the actual question here where we have this 66-year-old guy, two-day history, high fever, and severe perennial pain. Physical exam shows darkening of the skin of the perineum and crepitus. He has a 30-year history of type 2 diabetes mellitus and hypertension. He's febrile at 103 Fahrenheit. Heart rate is 80, respiratory rate 20, and blood pressure 150 and 90. The gram stain of the causal organism is shown. So you don't need to specifically know what you're looking at here. It's just, it's fucking rods, okay? It's not cockeye, it's rods. So long-standing diabetes, especially in an older male, increases the risk of a rare condition called Fournier or Fournier gangrene, which is gangrene of the perineum slash scrotum. So darkening of the skin can indicate necrosis. Crepitus, crepitus, this is the key word here. This means gas gangrene, crunching, crackling of the skin, okay? It's CO2 gas produced by Clostridium perfringens. Very fucking important. It's a gram-positive rod, all right? It's anaerobic and it's spore-forming and it's non-motile, okay? Very fucking high yield. Now, if you're studying for step one, yes. I mean, if you get any type of skin infection, neck neck fasc, necrotizing fasciitis, or, uh, you know, Fournier gangrene fancy as we have here in this crepitus, it's clustering perfringens. It can also cause watery diarrhea. That's a, that's a tangential point. You should know that peripherally, but CO2 gas. Now, we are going to look at the answer choices here. Choice E, lipotechoic acid, wrong fucking answer. Now look, this is found in the cell wall of gram positives. You say, well, this is this sounds very obscure. What do I need to know to increase my score in US Millie? Lipotechoic acid will not increase your fucking score, okay? It's just, you should just know this means gram positives. That's all it means, okay? Just It just means gram positives, but it's not a virulence factor. It's not, it's not responsible for this patient's condition. Let's keep looking at the other answer choices. Lipid A, wrong fucking answer, but you should know that this is part of LPS, lipopolysaccharide. So in gram for gram negatives, the lipid A component of LPS will bind to CD14, also known as toll-like receptor 4, TLR4, on macrophages, which will cause the macrophages to release cytokines. That's the mechanism for endotoxic shock. Wrong fucking answer, as I just said. Choice C, lecithinase is the correct answer. This is also known as phospholipase, okay? You need to know for USMLE for step one. I mean, maybe it sounds pedantic, okay? But they want you to know. Uh, Clostridium perfringens causes gas gangrene, and the mechanism is phospholipase slash lecithinase, okay? I mean, yes, it's nitpicky, but it's not my fucking opinion. The USMLE wants you to know it. So choice B, exotoxin A, this shows up. If you were to Google this, you'll actually see uh, mostly stuff on uh, pseudomonas, okay, that uh, we will get in inhibition of elongation factor two, which inhibit, which is translation, okay, for pseudomonas. Uh, but USMLE, I've never actually seen them assess exotoxin A specifically for pseudomonas. Uh, I have seen them talk about this for strep pyogenes induced uh, toxic shock-like syndrome. So when we talk about staph aureus producing TSST toxin, a super antigen that will bridge MHC2 
to T-cell receptor. So MHC2 on macrophages to T-cell receptor when we get release of cytokines from the macrophage. That's the mechanism for toxic shock syndrome for Staph aureus, as well as exotoxin A, toxic shock-like syndrome for streptogenes. So if they give you, let's say, cellulitis or an erysipelas, and they give you low blood pressure, and they tell you gram-positive cocci in chains, that would be streptogenes, and that's going to be exotoxin A. If they said gram-positive cocci in clusters, uh, that would obviously be staph aureus instead. So coagulase, you need to just know for you assimilating that this is staph aureus, okay? It differentiates uh, staph aureus from uh, staph epidermidis and staph prophyticus, okay, which are coagulase negative. There's a lot we can talk about as far as microbiology categorization, but it's not necessarily high yield for you assimilating. The take home from this question is, yes, there's something obscure called lecithinase slash phospholipase, and that's how clostridium perfringens causes gas gangrene, crepitus, crunching, crackling of the skin, CO2 gas. Very fucking important. You know the deal. I'm going to continue to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe to my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.